Welcome back to the podcast called Tell the World, and I'm your host. I got a beat going on right now. I kind of like this beat. Check out this beat here. Check this beat out. That beat sounds good. I like that beat. I could probably do a, a little rap off this beat here. I mean, I don't actually have a, my own rap, but I can rap somebody else's stuff. Uh, it's an old group called UTFO back in the days when I was growing up. Let's see, can I say it? I'm a city sick of baby, not a country boy, and I like them. <laughs> okay, can we do that? Run that back? I'm a city sick of baby, not a country boy, and I like to drink milk with my chips ahoy. Never milked on the farm, never milked a cow, and I never felt better than I did right now. <laughs> Shit. Was that fire? I'm just fucking with everybody, man. I can't rap. But I have practiced, like, writing things. Like, I have write, wrote some, um, I have wrote some, some lyrics. I have actually wrote choruses. I was actually just testing out myself. You know, I started to understand with Tupac, you know, how he would get so deep into his music and... Uh, Sometimes your normal brain sometimes may not be in that state of mind when it comes to wordplay. So I understand when he says that he have to do like marijuana or something, you know, and smoke that and he's listening to a beat and then he's sitting there and he's smoking, he's taking a, another smoking, another smoking. You know, your words come together. For some reason, you get more in tune with your God in you, what you're trying to say and how you're trying to reach people. So I, I kind of understand lyrics. I do. And I understand that sometimes when you're saying things out there and stuff, it can reach people in a good way and bad way. But, hey, I, I, I just did a verse. It wasn't mine. But did it sound good? Well, to be continue on that. What's going on, guys? How is your weather? How are you guys doing? And how is your weather? Is it cold out there? Are you wearing your sweaters, your jackets, hats? In some states, I know it may be cold. In some states, I know it may be still a little warm. Right now here uh, in Texas, it's still kind of warm. High 81 to 84. I believe the temperature pulls the drop back down to like maybe 50 and 60 degrees. But that's Texas for you. It reminds me of Florida. It rained one day and then the sun comes up <laughs> within, probably within a few minutes of just dropping some rain. Texas is like that. It can snow here in Texas, hit the ground, and then before you know it, the next day, that shit done melted. That's how Texas is. I look at Texas weather sometimes as being bipolar, like really bi bipolar, because you don't know how it's going to be. And the weatherman is not always right here. In a few other states, I've learned that the, the weathermans or women are right about their weather, but I notice here in Texas, sometimes the weatherman is not always accurate. It's not always accurate with information about how the weather's going to be. I remember, um, uh, I think it was around 2014, uh, yeah, 2013 or 14, snowstorm came that turned into an ice storm, and it just looked like Texas had just completely froze. It looked like Everything outside was frozen. The trees were frozen. 
It wasn't even an actual snowstorm. It was like an ice storm. It looked like Alice in Wonderland. It looked like Mr. Frost had went outside and froze everything. You could hear the the frozen trees, the branches making a sound. Like it's going to break. And trust me, some branches and trees did break. But I remember how how the city had shut down. Like it actually shut down. And this was a time when I didn't have nothing to eat or drink. To drink in the house, I didn't have anything. So I know I made my way to a, a small convenience store right across the street. It was a Walmart. I remember that. And um, I went in that store and you couldn't find no food, nothing to drink. Everything was bought, taken off the shelf. People were going to fast food restaurants. People that were vegans, sorry about that. They were eating food that they, they had no choice but to eat. It's amazing when something national disaster happens. And uh, Always be prepared, guys, what I'm about to say. Always be prepared because you just never know. I remember living in California. I was always told that you got to have uh, a survival kit, food, water, and cash on you due to earthquakes. Because ATMs may go down, so that's why it's important to have cash. I don't know if that's still going to matter anyway. (laughs) But we'll just leave that one alone. But yeah, so I remember the weather being that way here in Texas. So Texas is not actually bad. Texas is actually a a good state. Uh, Rich, very rich. Uh, Opportunities are here. You can move up fast here. Real fast. It's opportunities here. Um, me coming from the Midwest uh, was always difficult for me until I got out of that state. And I, I just saw different and I saw better. So remember that, guys. You don't have to stay stuck. You can always move on. You can always give yourself uh, an opportunity somewhere else. So don't don't shorten. Don't Don't settle. Put it that way. Don't settle. And you don't have to suffer. But don't settle. So, yeah, the weather sometimes can get crazy here. Um, I remember there was a, a hailstorm came and I heard this loud sound. Now, I'm used to small hail sizes. Almost like maybe you're dumb. But when I heard the sounds hit my window and I looked outside, I saw golf size, maybe bigger. Hailstorm. Balls falling from the sky. Frozen ice. I tried to run outside with a blanket. And I tried my best to cover my car. And I couldn't get my shit covered. (laughs) I was trying to be my own fucking superhero. I couldn't do it. I thought I was doing something great. Cheering myself out there to go do it. But I just couldn't do it. I had kind of like issues with these fucking hellside balls with fucking my back up. <laughs> In my head, I was trying to cover my car. But it was too late. Damage was already done. Dents in the car. Dents everywhere. And I ran back in because if I had to stay out there any longer, I probably would have got serious injured. But as I looked... As I ran back in, I looked outside and I kept looking on the balcony. 
And I'm looking at all these people cars, including mine, just get dented up all kind of nice cars. And I was like, wow, you know, your possessions really don't mean shit. The value of it can just go down. Sometimes it's, 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 it's just some of the stuff that we buy, and I'm, I'm one of those people who buy um, shit don't mean anything once it's damaged. If you don't have it insured, you don't have it covered by anything, you know. So um, insurance is good to have. I definitely have insurance right now to cover anything, um, weather, any break-ins, I'm covered. So remember, protect yourself, cover yourself. So the guy behind me says, hey, the back of your ankle is bleeding. And I'm like, what? And I look and I got blood dripping off the back of my ankle. And I'm like, how did that happen? And I didn't even feel that. You know, imagine that falling from the sky, hitting you so hard and fast that you don't even feel the pain. So maybe my adrenaline was up trying to protect the car, and I didn't even know I got hit from the back of the ankle. So the weather here right now is pretty good. Um, we can actually wear uh, shorts, T-shirts. We don't need jackets. Maybe you can wear something, a warm-up suit to uh, go do your walking, but other than that, psh, it's warm today. It's been warm for about two days, so the weather's iffy sometimes. So that reminded me of uh, how California was when I lived there and stuff. It took me a while to get used to the weather. I, I just, I couldn't really adapt. I couldn't really adapt. And I realized that my immune system was a problem because I wasn't doing the things that I normally would do to take care of myself. And that's uh, not paying attention. So, you know, um, take care of yourself and keep those immune systems uh, built up. It's, it's much easier on you for uh, dealing with a cold uh, shorter than dealing with a cold longer because of a low uh, deficiency in your immune system. Um, do your vitamin C, vitamin D, do all of that. Take care of yourself that way. But I would notice, because I lived in the valley, it would be hot in the valley. That's that's just in the, the lower part of California, the, um, what they call it, Santa, San, San Bernardino, uh, San Fernando, all of that, um, Chatsworth, Granada Hills, uh, other places, Northridge area over there. Um, uh, I, I just lived all over. So I, I just learned how to um, to take care of myself better out there because I, I had one of my essay friends say, hey, you know, your body probably can't get used to the weather because of your body doesn't know how to adjust from warm and then going back to cold. So in the valley, I'm living in the valley. So when I go 20 minutes into L.A., it all depends. 20 minutes sounds good, don't it, y'all? But we know how that four or five is sometimes out there. Sometimes um, me going back into L.A. can, it'd be cool on that side. And that's because you're by the ocean. I remember as a kid, I used to always think that California was always hot, you know, sunny, the way it, you know, TV shows you. Until I moved out there. It's very nice out there. Um, I found a lot of personal um, uh, uh, peace out there. And, um, and I found myself um, um, learning much more. Uh, 
you move into different states and you just pick up on different things. So coming from a state that was harder for me and going to states that kind of made it easier for me. And uh, actually, it's always your environment of inspiration for yourself. You ever had that in, in, inspiration in yourself and you felt good and you had all these ideas and then all of a sudden, poof, that shit is gone out your head. Why? Because now you're dealing with real life. You're dealing with bills. You're dealing with people. You're dealing with relationships. You're dealing with low pay. So sometimes this shit really affects us in some communities. And so we'll get caught up in that shit and get lost. So stay strong and don't get lost in it because there is better ways of living. You don't have to stay there. You don't have to struggle. But California was great for me. Um, I um, came across a lot of entertainers out there. Um, uh, should I say bless? I can say bless because I'm being humble. Uh, seeing some of these people um, um, was kind of cool. Because it's more intimate, you know, like especially at some of the shows I went to and stuff like that. Like maybe the the Laugh Factory, I would see, you know, comedians like Goffrey, Arsenio Hall. I would run into these people and be eye to eye <laughs> looking at them. And they would be looking at me like, oh, my God, there's a black guy in here. There's a black guy. And it becomes a stare down. Because when I look behind me, I know that there's not many blacks in there. That's what I started noticing when I moved out there. It was a culture shock to me because I saw more diversity out there than Texas. So it was kind of hard for me to adapt. So the longer I stayed out there, the more I, I kind of adapted. I never got mistreated out there. My essay friends were always good to me, um, funny. <laughs> Some I got along with. A lot of them I got along with. Some I didn't, but it worked out. <laughs> but it was cool uh, uh, seeing people and meeting people. And um, me coming back during the pandemic, after the pandemic, you know, starting back over, um, it really wasn't that hard. I think sometimes... Um, when you're, you're able to get out of a situation and you're able to um, mature a little bit more, it's easy to, you know, build yourself back up real fast. So you really never lose stuff because I lost a lot, but that was cool with me because God blessed those that work. And so that's what I am. I work. And so, you know, it's, it's a blessing to say that, you know what, it's okay to let go of things and don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. But oh, I said this one time in the show, I believe the pandemic made us humble, made a lot of us humble. Did we take things for granted back then or what? Because the pandemic was like the earth stood still like the movie. Just like the movie it did. It really did. So... Meanwhile, I'm, I'm here in Texas and um, myself trying to get along with people and uh, and I hate to say it like that, but I'm not always, um, I'm careful where I go and I'm very open-minded when meeting people because I can, I can hear their words. I can hear, you know, the vibration of their words and I can tell if they're sincere. Um, 
But there's a lot of great people here. Lots of op- opportunities. I have to repeat that. Lots of opportunity. So I tell anybody, if you're going to start over, start over in Texas. That's I'm just being honest. The only thing it is, is that I'm giving you the best advice coming from experience. Don't bring your bullshit to Texas. If you're bringing bullshit, you better leave it. Leave your bullshit where it's at. Because you don't have to live in a bullshit life or live your life into bullshit no more. Leave it. Start over. And if you start over, you're going to start over fresh. Also, Texas is a non-garnishment state, so I would like to say that to people. If you owe anything, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry. When you start over, you start over. It's opportunity here. You can build your credit back up. Pay shit off. You can do all of that. Me, myself, I miss California. I do. For some reason, I had more time in my life. I, I, I just can't explain that the way I'm about to explain it to you guys, but just understand how I'm saying it. It seemed like I had more time in my life to get shit done for me. And that's sometimes hard for us when we have other obligations, as in working nine to fives and we work for the man, we work for the company, and we push hard to get shit done for them. But when we get off, <laughs> we're beat. We don't have the energy for others. That's how jobs do us. They they take it take it out of you. So um, um, hang in there. Don't let everything go about what you like to do. Just hang in there with that. That's real important. Hang in there with yourself and put some time in for yourself. And it'll it kind of even out and it won't be so bad because when you leave them jobs, you got something to look forward to. Ain't that awesome? To have something to look forward to. Look forward to. I know this pandemic pandemic is fucked up because it put a lot of extra work on people people are dealing with a lot of extra work and it is just still true man a lot of people are not back to working people are not back working a lot of this overtime you think that is good always say all money ain't good money it's just beating you up tearing you down um find a better way You can't be a superhero to others if you can't save yourself. But um, it's, it's getting kind of like difficult to uh, uh, work because a lot of work is being dropped on, on people and that shit will fuck with your mental. Because you can take all those breaks, but you know that you have to go back into that situation again. So it's not always good, people. It's not always good. It, your patience is always good. But do your patient way where you're just waiting for change and it's not happening. And does change only happen until you change it? You change it. Shit is hard. But sometimes patient and changes take sacrifices. A.K.A. You have to do your own stem a plan for yourself. <laughs> Shit is hard, man. All money ain't good money, but damn, they don't make it make it better for yourself. And um, 
So I'm here in Texas, and um, like I say, it's a great state. It's still building. It's growing. It's thriving. Um, it's a lot of corporations down here. So um, plenty of jobs. I'm throwing them hints out. Corporation, plenty of jobs, opportunities, all of that. Okay, we're back right now. So I was looking at um, maybe, a, um, I believe there's a concert, big concert in L.A., I think this is still part of the uh, hip-hop uh, 50th anniversary concert, too. You know, when they had that big hip-hop uh, concert at Yankee Stadium in New York, that was live on, uh, was it was it Tubi, y'all? Or was it? No, it was Peacock. So they had that performances. I know a lot of people, you know, was thinking, like, you know, there were more artists, you know, back then, and they all didn't perform. Well, most of those artists that we did see were New York artists. So, you know, that's big. That's huge, you know, coming from New York. So each state, you know, has to bring, you know, the same concerts. You know, you can have those hip-hop artists from the South, from the Midwest. So these these people are going to be coming to your city to still be celebrating and performing. You know, some of our fa- favorite artists. We may not get a chance to see all of them. I remember I ordered a ticket one time. It was going to be in, uh, was that Inglewood? Oh, no, Long Beach. Long Beach. I remember this. Uh, Arrested Development and uh, Night by Nature, Lisa Lisa, um, Belle Bib DeVoe. A lot of artists was coming down there to perform. This was in Long Beach. I forgot the name of the, the um, it wasn't an arena because everything was outside. But it was on Long, in Long Beach. And they were coming. And I hurried and ordered my ticket right away. I said, I got an opportunity to see them now. So I, I paid that money for that ticket. I get to Long Beach. And I'm in line because now I got to go purchase this ticket. I already paid for it, but now I got to purchase it, pick it up. So I go in line, long-ass line. I'm like, damn, this is crazy. The show's going to start. This guy comes out of nowhere. He says, uh, could, I, um, could I break in front of you? I'll give you a, a backstage pass. To me, I thought it was just shit-talking. It was a lie. So what I did was, I was like, sure, you could, don't matter to me. He gave me a pass. And then he asked the next guy in front of him the same thing. And I'm thinking to myself, why is this guy breaking in line to get tickets when he has back uh, backstage passes? It threw me off. Didn't matter. <laughs> See, at that time, I was, you know, I didn't know L.A. like that, so I didn't know the people like that. So I'm just, you know, reading and feeding all this through my thoughts. It wasn't no uh, danger or nothing, but you just never know. So anyway, I get this backstage pass. I pick up my ticket. And then I go right where the crowd was. And I'm thinking, like, why am I in this crowd when I got a backstage pass around my neck? (laughs) It was just crowded and packed. So I said, let me go see if this pass works. So what I did was... I go to the back, there's a gate, 
this gate, you can see all your artists is coming through. So I go to the gate and the guy was like, uh, we can't let nobody backstage right now. It's kind of like capacity is crowded right now. So we can't let anybody come back there. I'm like, damn, I got a backstage pass and I can't get back there. So as I'm sitting there waiting, I see Martel, uh, Jordan come through. This guy had to be standing, I don't know, 6'5", I don't know, 6'6", who knows. Anybody that's taller than me, <laughs> I'm just going to think they're taller than me because <laughs> they, they're above me. So he comes through. I'm like, damn, Montel Jordan, something for the honeys. <laughs> As I'm, I'm standing there, I uh, I see one of the uh, group uh, members from Naughty by Nature. Was it, it wasn't Tretch. It was Vinny. Vinny, yep, he comes to the gate. He got some homies coming. I think they were relatives coming to the gate. He told the uh, security, let them in. They're my people. They with me. So they get in. Then all of a sudden, I see um, uh, Turbo. Turbo and Ozon. But this was just Turbo from uh, the movie called Breaking. Breaking 1, Breaking 2. I see Turbo. I'm like, damn, that's Turbo. And I'm looking like, damn, I'm actually seeing Turbo. Because I grew up on some things that that really just branched out rap and just music, period. Back then, R&B and pop was popping back then. Then all of a sudden, this rap just came out of nowhere. That would be a, another show on that discussion. But finally, the guy says, okay, we can let some people in. He sees my pass. He lets me in. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in. I'm in. So I got a ticket. And a backstage pass. So as I go back there, I'm starting to see, I saw Tretch. He had on the Gucci scarf and the moon gold boots. Dope shit. <laughs> Dope shit. And then I saw, um, I saw Turbo again. I saw the DJ from uh, Naughty by Nature. Um, I saw Arrested Development. Very humble group. I saw them. I even got a picture of a uh, speech, the uh, lead, the lead um, rapper in, uh, in that group. And um, I saw the background singers. They were humbling. I saw Tretch again. And then I saw Belle Bivou. I saw Lisa Lisa. But I didn't actually see her because I don't know where she came and how she got on the stage. I just saw her legs. <laughs> Speech was humbling, Trench was humbling, and it wasn't no rah-rah. But my culture shock was just brain the way my brain was thinking was like, I'm thinking, you know, rap concert. I'm just thinking, you know, my African-American people are going to be there. It just wasn't the case, man. It felt like I was the only person there that was a uh, participant coming to a concert, as in just a fan, color-wise. Because I had no idea, and trust me, God, you could laugh at me, but where I come from, I didn't see it this way I saw it 
this way. So on that stage, I saw all these Spanish people out there in the crowd. I said, wow, I, I, I didn't know they really liked our music like this. This was a mass, big-ass crowd. It threw me off. It, just, it was a culture shock to me because I, I, I didn't know. It, it was just weird. It just threw me off. <laughs> Meaning, hey, if these people are not buying our tickets, we got other folks buying our tickets. Uh, it, hey, money don't discriminate. Trust me. Uh, just something that I just saw and I learned. Um, it is a job. You're a performer. You're doing your job out there. And every artist that was out there did their job, performed very professional. And they all left humbling. And I really enjoyed that. Um, I met some of my favorite artists, and it was cool seeing that. Weirdest thing. Like, I didn't know that backstage path was going to get me back there, but it it, it did. <laughs> and I'm still kind of shocked about it because I'm like, how did I get back there? It was a cool experience. I, I got back there. <laughs> you know, I, I don't just go back there just to be going back there. I also learned a lot of things. I learned a lot of things, and that was like a cool experience. Um, could I do that again? Hell yeah. That was kind of cool, kind of cool. Okay, guys, we're going to close this show out, and um, I hope you guys um, have a, a blessed day, and stay humble, stay safe, take care of yourselves. Oh, by the way, um, we're in the flu season, so um, take care of yourselves and build up those immune systems and get that Lysol cut down on some of that. You guys be blessed. Peace. Peace.